This is a Voice in the Wilderness podcast channel. Today's topic is going to be memes about the banality of what is considered Christian music are true. But first, the prayer. All that I am, all that I have, all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, and glory and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. So, yesterday, Due to some circumstances, I wanted to put together a playlist. Now, to those of you who may not be regular listeners to my podcast, some, no, I would say a tiny minority of some of my podcasts are... um, actually clips of heavy metal bands who are singing um, uplifting and uh, what I would consider righteous music. Um, And in, in case I haven't made this clear, um, If somebody is speaking the truth, I mean God's truth, and I don't care if they're secular, I don't care if they're agnostic or atheist, Protestant, Vatican II sect, neotrads, I'm going to use whatever I can. And for you set of autists out there, I'm going to do this because there's no choice. Because sedevacantists are more content sitting on their dead behinds and not actually trying to spread the sedevacantist message, or for that matter, um, trying to, in their own small way, trying to do their bit for sedevacantism on the internet. And Just as a quick aside, that's why one of the rants, well, actually, it was two or three rants I had on my original podcast, St. Longinus' Baptism, about the set of a contest who would autistically correct me for using Vatican II, you know, Vatican II images. And, you know, I would have to tell these autists Hey, if, if you can find a set of a contest uh, website that has um, non-Vatican II images, I'll go ahead and I'll use them. But if you can't, shut up. Because my basic attitude is, if you're doing nothing to advance set of a contism, if you are doing nothing to, um, to help me out, and 
you know, but when I say by helping me out, I, I'm not necessarily meaning, you know, um, helping me out with what I'm doing. What I mean by helping me out is, is by um, offering some sources to me, or I don't know, set of contests, maybe uh, if you don't do anything else, taking some of the resources that I give in my show notes, you know, and, um, making, you know, making sure people know them. And I said, this was going to be a quick aside and I'm a man of my word. So this is my last word. Um, if you, if you're not willing to do this and, and by the way, because this podcast is not my own, I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to say, um, you necessarily even have to recommend my channel or the channel that I have because this isn't about me. So I'm not necessarily talking about that, but as I said, and I do believe I've said it on this platform, because I get the feeling that a lot a set of contests who have consumed my well, I'm not even going to say a lot. I, as I said ad nauseum, I'm not really even sure if set of contests listen to either one of my podcasts, more or less consume my stuff on Pinterest and. Uh, um, Tumblr, but, um, I, I've said, not just, well, on my Tumblr, there's a list, and in my show notes on my original podcast, there are lists of said Vacantis podcast channels on YouTube. So, you don't want to listen to my stuff if you're if you're Vatican II set or Neotred, that's fine. You know, if, if my approach, if my personality is too much for you to handle, there are other there literally, literally a dozen said Vacantis podcasts that I offer, you know, resources to. You know, and if you're set of a contest and you're not even aware of these other resources, I would humbly advise you to check my show notes on both, or actually on the my original podcast, St. Longinus of Baptism, and actually give some of those channels a listen. Anyhow, this is not what this was all about. Anyway, so I wanted to set up a playlist and I've always been a heavy metal guy. I've been a heavy metal guy since I was in eighth grade. Well, actually seventh grade. And, you know, I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try to defend heavy metal. It's. It's not artistic. It's not 
um, subtle. Um, it's, um, it's meant to get you pumped up and, you know, it, if it's good, it's meant to get you pumped up. Now, I do realize to some of you who may be religious that there are uh, satanic metal and uh, death metal. Um, even when I was a pagan, I didn't listen to that crap. Because if they really believed in what they are singing, unironically then they're going to be in a mess of trouble. And even I as a pagan could recognize that. And if they were just doing it as some groups do as a gimmick, well, I, I, you know, I have no time for LARPers. So, but the music itself, in my humble opinion, sucks. It just sucks. I'm talking about black metal and uh, um, death metal. Um, but I am a fan of symphonic metal and uh, power metal. Anyhow, um, I'd say in the past year, I haven't really consumed a whole lot of metal. Not because I didn't like it, but because... Honestly, it, you know, because it's secular, you know, I, even, even, you know, even if they're not, obviously if they're secular, they're not, you know, they don't have the right spirit behind them. So I decided yesterday that I was going to try and for the for the interest of full disclosure, I was one of those pagans, like back in the late 80s, early 90s, who used to make fun of groups like Striper, you know, these Christian metal bands, um, you know, for being cheesy. So just for the interest of full disclosure, I'm putting that out there. But I decided... To give like Christian power metal and and Christian symphonic metal a, a listen, and because as I said before, I always held quote unquote Christian. And by the way, when I say Christian, like anything else, the Protestants have like a ninety five percent majority in these areas, but. Um, and I, I, I still stand by the, the, um, sentiment I put on my original podcast that, um, Protestant praise and worship music, and for that matter, it's Catholic equivalent, is the, uh, equivalent of giving, getting, um, grated by a cheese grater and having somebody pour turpentine over you. It's banal. And for those of you who do not know what banal means, it's commonplace, it's common, and it's shallow. It's shallower than a rain puddle. So, 
So I had no experience with Christian metal as a whole. So I basically went on the internet. I put in the, the search terms I was looking for. And because I had no experience with this stuff, I basically made a playlist off of these. And like anything else, anything subjective, it's a mixed bag. But there was one Protestant ba uh, band in particular that made me want to throw up in my mouth. It's known as Narnia. Now, when I went into this going in, I knew that 95% of this stuff would be written by Protestants. Now, once again, Protestants are heretics. I haven't changed my mind about that, but at least they think that they're serving Jesus. You know, and it's, it's, it's a start. I'll put it that way, because as I said, I, I wasn't always a, a set of a contest or pre-Vatican II council Catholic. You know, I haven't always been this way. I, I made my own evolution and I'd like to see you guys make an evolution. But anyway, this, and I listened, it came up on my playlist Two songs of theirs back to back. Different songs. But they sounded like something that would come out of a mega church. You know, this insipid garbage praise and worship music. I, I would say that if there was a difference, it was in they had a little more bass and they were a little more driving than your average praise and worship music. But honestly speaking, um, you know, this, this would appeal, you know, to the lukewarm Protestants out there. You know, I want to feel good. I want to feel good. I want to feel all warm and cozy. And by the way, I hate that expression, cozy. The people who are using that word have no conception of what it means. And if they do have a conception, they should know that they're using it improperly. Anyway, um, so as soon as the second song got done playing, I, I was so, I'm just going to be flat out blunt and say, my, it rattled my cage. And for those of you outside of America, when I say rattle my cage, I don't mean, you know, in a um, positive sense. I mean, it, it literally just got my hackles up. And I had to stop. And as soon as I did, and I, I, I referenced this, in my original podcast, St. Longinus' Baptism, but there's an episode of South Park where um, Kyle and his buddies, including Cartman, are starting a band. And something happens and Cartman gets in an argument with him and he, he tells 
he basically tells his friends, go pound sand, I'm going to start my own band. And Cartman being Cartman, of course. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I remember they, they had a disagreement and Cartman tells his friends, well, I'm going to start my own band and I'm going to have a platinum record before you guys do. And of course, if anyone who watches South Park knows these friends hold him in contempt and they're like, yeah, whatever, dude. Well, so Cartman being Cartman, he thinks out what would be the easy and you have to watch the show to get a context of what Cartman's like. But basically he his his criteria was what genre could I easily get a platinum record in? And he immediately he immediately honks on to quote-unquote Christian music. Christian pop, really. And once he makes this realization, and this thing is going to come at the end of this little tale, is um, <laughs> he, gets, he gets some other people in his band. And he's explaining to them because they're like, you know, they're, they're 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 like Christian pop music. What's that? And Cartman explains it this way. He says, "Well, you know how um, in in regular pop music they talk about holding hands and loving kisses and hugs and all that stuff. Well, with that." We just we just take some of the words and we replace them with I love you Jesus and that's it. And we just say I love you Jesus. And one of one of the guys that's in his band is like, I don't know, Cartman, this this doesn't sound good. And he's like, just just trust me, just trust me. We're gonna win a we're gonna get a platinum album. So Cartman immediately starts to LARP as a Christian. And <laughs> this, whatever else you think of Trey Parker and Matt Stone, personally, I hate them. They're really good, or at least they were really good at one time, of satire. He, Cartman literally proceeds to start a like I said, he's LARPing, he doesn't mean it, but he literally does everything that most Christian or I'm sorry, Protestant uh pop bands did in the um late 90s, early 2000s. You know, he he has the the catchy album cover, you know, with him and his bandmates. He, um, you know, he dresses the part. He acts the part. You know, um, when when he's go, he goes. Uh, oh, and by the way, he's as good as his word too. The music he puts together is no more than a secular pop music, uh, secular pop music 
put to the lyrics of I love you, Jesus. That's it. And he's as good as his word. And so he he hands, he goes to churches, all the local churches that he can get to, and he starts selling his album. And he even goes to malls. And um he's he's hawking his album saying oh we're 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 a christian pop band and we want to get the word of jesus out and <laughs> you know the, uh his album goes viral it literally goes viral and so at the end to make a long story short at the end of the episode a representative, because, because he's a quote-unquote Christian band, a representative to whatever person runs that organization, and believe me, they, they've got their own organization, he gives, them, he gives Cartman what is the Christian equivalent of a, of a gold, uh, platinum record, which would be a myrrh record. <laughs> He's like, here you go, young man. We're gonna go, we're gonna give you a mer record. He's like, what? Because <laughs> he has, you know, he doesn't know. And he's like, yeah, in the Christian music industry, we're trying hard not to follow our secular counterparts. We think that platinum records are so uh, crass and commercial, so we give out a mer record for a platinum. <laughs> and. <laughs> Cartman, at first, he, he's, he's mad. You could see that he's mad, but he keeps his mouth shut. And being Cartman, he takes it to Stan and Kyle, his buddies, and he, he, he's like, see, see, I got a platinum record, see, see. And Stan and Kyle, of course, Point out to him, no, that's not a platinum record. It says Muir on it. And by the way, for the, the uninitiated, myrrh is a very uh, precious spice in the Middle, Age, uh, the Middle East at the time of Jesus. And <laughs> when they point that out to him and they tell him, hey, pay up, you lost the bet, Cartman, being Cartman, flips out loses his wig, breaks the 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 myrrh record that he'd been awarded with and starts cursing God, cursing, cursing uh Kyle and Stan, cursing anyone, and God ends up striking him with lightning, which he deserved. But I think that episode neatly sums up the state of and by the way i i know i'm kind of bagging on um protestants here but believe me to to any of my protestant listeners who are still listening um i'm including the uh vatican II council that LARPs as actual Catholics in this mix because I've also dealt with them and 
they wouldn't know true Catholicism if it walked up and kicked them in the nuts either. And a lot of the crap that they put out is very um, commonplace and shallow, banal. I like my 10 cent words. Now, there's a reason. why I did this episode. That was an episode of South Park, I want to say circa mid-2000s, if I'm not mistaken. And, of course, I was in the Vatican II sect, so the memes of, you know, Protestant music and art being um, shallow and commonplace were were numerous. Now, okay, so let's just assume that episode of South Park was in 2006. May have been later than that, but not much. Let's just say, okay, it's almost 20 years later, and... I'm now doing an episode saying that the memes are true. I agree. I'm late to the party, but I'm also a big believer in better late than never. Another, and this was when I was a Protestant. I remember back in the early 2000s. There's a particular Christian artist named Thomas Kincaid. And Thomas Kincaid was especially popular with uh, middle-class Protestant women. And the only thing I compare his art to is it's the equivalent of, I don't know if you've ever heard of this statue, it's called the Hummel statue, which it's, it's, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. If you're interested, I would just Google Hummel statue and you'll see exact. And for that matter, Google, um, Thomas Kincaid's art. Now, technically, technically, his art is technically proficient. Personally, I don't know why he felt the need to label his art Christian. Because... A lot of the pictures that he did in the early 2000s were of very idyllic landscapes. I don't think, and by the way, we're talking 20 years. Obviously, things change, but up until 2003, or no, I'm sorry, 2004, I don't think that I'd ever seen a Thomas Kincaid painting where. He was even doing 
a religious, a Protestant, Protestant biblical image. Now, I'm not saying I'm infallibly right. I'm just saying I hadn't seen it before some of you Protestant artists go off on me. Um, he could have made a very nice living just doing landscapes, idyllic landscapes. He was technically proficient. Um, but like I said, it was insipid. It was commonplace. And when I say commonplace, I mean, there, there, there are literally hundreds of landscape artists who are technically proficient, who do the same thing. But, and by the way, there were other Protestant artists who, they did biblical images. And once again, um, opinions are subjective. They always left me cold. And I've, I've run into some Protestant art on the interwebs. It leaves me cold. There's, in my opinion, there's no life, there's no vitality. You know, any secular person could have done these images. But the person in particular is saying that they're a, and by the way, it's not just the Protestants, by the way. I believe that there's a Catholic artist, or I should say a Vatican II Catholic artist who calls themselves Salt and Light. And if they're not Vatican II, if they're Protestant, either way, it doesn't matter because I especially find their images to be objectionable. And when I say objectionable, not from obviously they're painting biblical pictures, but from uh, an aesthetic viewpoint. And for those of you who don't know what aestheticism is, it just means from an artistic viewpoint. I find the uh, these images just objectionable from, a, from an artistic point of view. And they fall into the same thing that I just said about the uh, Protestant uh, images, you know, they're lifeless. They have no power. And the only thing I got to say is what I said um, in one of my episodes about the errors and heresies of uh, Protestantism just check out Catholic liturgical music from the 16th century. Just check out Gregorian chant. Just check out uh, um, Middle Ages and Renaissance Renaissance Catholic art. And actually, even after the Protestant revolt, 
there are some very, very beautiful images done by Catholic artists. And once again, if you want to get an example of what I'm talking about, I urge you to visit my Pinterest account and my Tumblr account, which are listed in the notes of my podcast channel. Not the show notes, but the podcast channel. I have not not forgotten what I said. I'm not going to put sources in in my podcast notes anymore because nobody's checking them out as near as I can tell. So, this one was a lot shorter than the last one. I'm sure some of you with less patience are saying, thank the Lord. But I appreciate you giving me 30 minutes of your time. I do. And I hope and pray that you get something out of this. I really do. So, take this for what it's worth. I do care about you. I'm praying for you all. I'd like to see as many people get to heaven. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time and your patience. Have a good day. God bless you. Bye-bye.